So we're holding here in the middle of this Muridik and Meshachachma, which is Kominei Amkis. And we were in the paragraph where he says that Moshe Rabenu, prior to Kabbalah Satayra, Hashem told him, Shal ne'alecha me'arraglecha. Meaning, put your Gashmias on the side, elevate your spirituality, and you're going into a, a realm of spirituality. But Yechoymer is not invited, so to speak. But, but after Kabbalah the Torah's power is to transform the Gashmias into Ruchnias. Okay? Call it like a lavush. It becomes the clothing of the Nefesh. But in itself, it doesn't have its own intrinsic uh, powers. You know, it doesn't run its own life. It becomes part and parcel of the Nisham. Okay? And then he says, he brings a famous Gemara. The Gemara says that Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Shemayim, and the Malachim, the angels, the spiritual angels said, Malyalud Isha. What is the son of of a you know a man that's, that's born from a woman? What is he doing here? Explains the Meshachachma who What is this physical being doing over here? Right? Because they didn't understand how could it be that a physical being could be in a place of spirituality? Okay. So what did Moshe Rabbeinu tell them? Do you do business? What's the back and forth? Says the Meshachachma, Pirush, call Elu all these things like Lotirzah, Lotinav, right? Lotahmod, all these things. Heme in Yonim, Shei Mitzvah Maasiyot. These are practical application of the Torah. So once the Torah was given to us and it was implanted into these actions that we do, the way of bringing the hashpa of holiness into the body, now the Chaymer could belong into a place of Kodesh. And he goes into this whole thing. We'll leave that for now for a second. Okay? Now, he's basically saying like this. This is very deep. This is what he's saying. It's very deep. We're not even up to bring out all the Amkis yet. You know? Simply by us, the way we look at things is Torah's Torah. That's something that belongs to the mind. And then there's dry actions. Don't do this, do that, right? So they're not really connected to one another. That's how we normally approach it, right? What we're learning here is that the Seichel the Ruchlius is able to manifest itself in, an, in a doing. So what's happening is what you're actually practicing Torah by your doing, right? And by practicing the Torah through your doing, it's actually elevating your body 
to become a spiritual being. So therefore, when a guy, when the Torah says, don't kill, right? It's not the pu'ula of don't pull the trigger and get the guy dead. It's not the pu'ula. It is what within the k'chus ha-nefesh ha-adam, what within the, the, the midas of the adam that brings you to Ritzicha? What brings you to that? There's something in you. You have anger. You have jealousy. You feel like the other person's taking something from you. You have to take control of the situation. It says a lot about you. When you pull that trigger, it talks a lot about you, right? So to control yourself from pulling the trigger, you need to be an elevated person above the jealousy, above the anger, above the hatred, living with the Yesodis of Emunah, that there is a din and there's a dying and there's a rabbinical, but it's a certain elevation of a human being. It's manifests itself in a certain situation that you're in. Okay, let's get the amicus. I'm in a situation where my body wants to react now. And now I have to call upon all my Torah to come in and take over the way my body reacts. So what I just did was I took all the kedusha of the Torah and I implanted it in my Metzius. And after some time, now my even my body won't have jealousy anymore. Because the more I implant Torah into me, the more that's the way I think, that's the way I feel, that's the way I react, it becomes me. The Torah and me become one that even my kachas nefesh and my taivas and my my reality has a Torah brain and Torah instincts. So now me and Torah became one that it's not just theoretical stuff in my brain. And then my body is something else, two different programs, you know? So again, the way we start off in the ladder of growth, let's just get that clear. In the ladder of growth uh, for most human beings, for all human beings, is first you learn. But everything that you learn is really theoretical, and then you have your body. Your body has a brain of its own, has a mind of its own, has the will of its own. It wants to do its own thing. So at best, you do what we call kibushayetze. Kibushayetze means I can control myself from doing something that I shouldn't be doing. I want it. Oh, boy, I want it. But I'm able to control it. That's level A. But the, but the Torah is not living you yet. It's just that your mind is stronger than the pull of your body. It has more control. What we say is tikkun hayetze. Yetze doesn't mean a boogeyman. Yetze means your natural self and your midas and your kaychas hanefesh. That's your yetze. So tikkun hayetze means you elevate your body, that now your body's taiva, let's say, for example, is only mit'aveh, when the Torah sees fit that it should be mitaveh, how the Torah sees fit that it should be mitaveh, and that's it. It's not mitaveh for something else. You understand? So this purification process is really a combination. It's the learning of the Torah, and then you take your knowledge and you practice it. That combination between Torah and mitzvahs is what really develops the human being. Kiner mitzvah v'torah or. The Torah is the light. It's a light. It's a massive light. But it needs a keli to hold it in. 
How you know you can't have lights like flying in the air. You need a, you need a ner. You need something to hold it. So what holds the light of the Torah? The mitzvah. So you're able to access the kedusha of the Torah through the mitzvah. That means what he's saying. Let's just like think about it a little bit. He says even a person who's oisik and parnasa, so he doesn't have time to like really live in the in the in the muskalot, right? But the Torah gave him a, a way to access it as long as he understands the idea behind it. The Torah gave him a way to access it through actions. And when the action represents an idea, he's able to internalize that idea with the action. It's almost like, I'll give you an example. It's an interesting example, but if you think into it, how life works, right? Let's say a shul. We're in a shul. We're in a base measures. We have a sefer Torah, right? So the shechina is here. The presence of God is here, right? Now we can sit down for like three hours and meditate about what that means, that the shechina is here, and we're close to Hashem and all that stuff, right? You can meditate about it for three hours. Or you could come into the base measures and you could see it's set up in a different way. And you have to tuck your shirt into your pants. And you have to close your top line. And you have, I'm behaving in a way that I am in the presence of a king. When I go to say Amidah, I stand up, I bend over a little bit, like a poor man who's standing up, right? I'm doing all actions, dry actions. But those dry actions, if you understand the idea that's behind those dry actions, those actions are actually a manifestation of Yira. You do those actions enough you're actually going to have your Shemayim, even though you didn't meditate four hours before you did this. You understand? So actions, obviously actions need ideas right behind them. But actions with ideas behind them have such a powerful, unbelievable influence on the human being that his knowledge should become practical, not just theoretical. That's the, the koyach from the ma'isa. That's what he's trying to say. Okay? Now he says like this. I'm going to skip a little bit here. Like I told you, a lot of good's going on. So that's what he says. On, on Shavuot, everybody's maskeh. We know that there's a machlaikas regarding holidays. If a person should spend most of his holiday in Torah and Avodah, right? Hashem, obviously, Torah speaks out. You have to have the Suda, not fasting. But what's your main Avodah? Is it Hashem? Is the main Avodah Lochem? Oh, Sugya, right? But the Gemara says, "Bashavuot kulal mamoidim," that the body has to be involved. The Avodah from everybody's basket. And that's why the Gemara says Rabbi Yossi went and made an unbelievable suda with an eglatilta and a imamish. Like, why? why? What's the get? What's the lumbus? Why does it have to be then on Atzeres? Adarab. If I were to ask you, say, listen, on Shavuot, this is Kabol Satera. Kabol Satera, I would say, sit in the base measures from morning to night. Have a bissel cheesecake after Shacharis and pound away in Gemara the whole day, right? No, no, no. Go home, eat the meat. Make a party. What's what's the what's the beer? I guess he says. Why? The zeu tachlis atayda. 
זה תכלס מן התואר, שכולם יזכו ויזכחו הכוימר וכוייסוב על פי תואר, אשר תיישר כל צדם בעולם המעשה. So if I'm coming home, and my body is involved in the simcha from Kabbalah's Atorah, because my body is what gains from it. And it's really muhach from the Gemara, right? I want to tell you, more you can get any from the Gemara. The Gemara says, Rabbi Yossi went and made this massive party on Shavuot, and he said, you know why? Yilav ha-yoyma kagorin, kama Yosef ikabeshu. If not for this day of Shavuot, look how many regular Joe there are in the marketplace. Now, why do you say, Lavka Yoyma Kagarim? I wouldn't know Kolotar uh, Kula. I wouldn't be, uh, I wouldn't be a Godlad Doran and, and have a Yerushimayim and Avaz Hashem and connect to Why is he comparing himself to a guy in business? Hamayosef Ikebashuk. Because where is the Ikemail of Torah? Chal. Where is it Chal? It's Chal in the Shuk. That's where it's Chal. I go to the Shuk and he goes to the Shuk. But there's me in the Shuk and there's him in the Shuk. I mean, simply, you can learn Pshat and Gemara, means I'm not in the Shuk, I'm in the base Medrash. So uh, Torah gave it, I'm in the base Medrash. Point to this, it's not Pshat and Gemara. I'm in the Shuk too! But look at the difference between me and the Shuk and look at him in the Shuk. Whole different guy. You understand? Abruchum has a mime on this. The Ika, where we see the Giluk Vaichemaim, he's talking about Giluk Vaichemaim terms, but it's the same idea. Where's the main Giluk Vaichemaim? Not in the base Medrash. The main Giluk Vaichemaim is in the market. The main Giluk Vaichemaim is in your marriage. When you're doing what the whole world is doing, you're being Isaac and Gashmias. You're doing what the whole world is doing. But you're doing it elevated. That's where it's nicker, the chiluk between Torah people and non-Torah people. You understand? And you have to know that this is something that we really know instinctively. We don't think about it, but we know it instinctively. So I'll give you a marshal, right? Let's say you see a Shiva guy, Shiva Bacher. Guy's ripping down the street with his car like a crazy man. I'm sure you've seen that maybe once in your lifetime. And the guy's windows are down. And the music is blaring. And he looks like a regular college kid, okay? And then people are standing on the side and say, Hilul Hashem. Question. Did the Torah tell him to do that? Did Hashem tell him to do that? Did he open up the Gemara and the Gemara says, drive like a crazy man? Oh, Torah told me to do that. I mean, no, he's not listening to the Torah now. Now he's acting on his own. So why does this become God's issue, Right? It's only a chil Hashem. If the Torah tells you to do something, and what the Torah tells you to do doesn't make sense in the eyes of people, that can be a chil Hashem. But he's not acting on Peter, he's acting on himself, right? So what's the Torah? The Torah says, we all know instinctively that if you learn Torah properly, you're supposed to change. You're supposed to look different than a college guy. You're not supposed to look the same. So if you're doing this and you're learning yeshiva, People say, evidently, Torah doesn't work. Something's wrong with the Torah. And that's how it becomes a chil Hashem. That's the Mesil Zashar. He says it in a half a word, but that's the Chari the Amkis of what he's saying. I'm going to tell you, that's what it says in Mesil Zashar. I'm going to go look it up and you say, where, right? So I'll show you later, though. That's what he says. That's the word. That means it's supposed to change you. 
If you have a guy sitting in yeshiva learning and he's shayim b'tayrum mitzvahs and nothing's changing in the guy, there is something wrong with the way he's learning. But people don't take it that way. People say, oh, it must be yeshiva doesn't work. It must be Torah doesn't work. It must be the system's NG. Follow? That's how people take it. That's why it becomes a halashem. Mm-hmm. But the for yourself, you have to know that if you're learning in yeshiva and you're and you're not changing to become a more elevated person, you got to start thinking, what am I doing wrong in my learning? What am I doing wrong in my avoidance Hashem? Now, I just want to make it clear. It doesn't mean that you learn a block of mud, all of a sudden you're a malach Hashem, you know? Don't work like that either. People want instant results, you know? So this is avoidance from a long time. But slowly, there should be changes taking place, okay? And then he goes into Elam Habo. Now, in Olam Haba, you would say, okay, so the body, thank you very much. It was very nice knowing you. We'll put you in the ground, you know, we'll see you later. And now the, the, the nefesh is going to go on and live forever and ever. But why is the body, you know, what's the body got to do with this, right? So, and Chazal tells us, things that we don't really understand 100%, but there is some type of suda that's going to take place. right? There's going to be basar shor habar. There's going to be avza shmenas, leviyosan. These are all food, right? The yayin hamishuma, ba'anova, special grapes, right? So he explains, Obviously, it's, it's talking about spiritual understanding that suda. That suda doesn't mean you're fresting like a madman, right? But it's but 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 why is the muscle to food, right? Even if it's spiritual understanding, why use a muscle to food? The Torah says it's spiritual understanding that the body, the nefesh achomri, will fashte. It'll be involved in that. It'll enjoy it. So it's you see that the body also is going to experience olam haba, not just the soul. And the Derech Dasfunas talks about this. That the body is also involved in avodas Hashem. It's something changed within the body. Not only, that, but I just want to bring out Am, because it's not just that the spiritual changed the body. The body is actually going to help the spiritual too. That's the second, the other side of the coin. Like it says in the pasuk, "Mebisari from my body, eheze eloha, I will see God." So the way the Meshachachma learns in a different place, he says that eheze is like a lashon of a magnifying glass. The body will help you, uh, uh, you know, is the base achiza to, to Ruchnia. So the body helps, the neshama helps the body, the body helps the neshama. It becomes a major partnership. It's almost like a marriage, which is the whole sugi in itself. And it's, it, they, they complement each other and it's a corporation. The body and soul is a corporation. And therefore, he's part of Oilam Habo as well. Okay? Let me skip a little bit more here. A hundred different marmikoimis and explaining different hazals. So then he says like this. It says an unbelievable thing. Let's read this paragraph. Obamas, another couple of minutes. And then tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow's Friday. We're not going to be here tomorrow. Next week. All right? Monday. So it says, Obamas, Kikain lo asif shleimus ktushu bi Yisrael al derech tzadik Yisrael oilom. It says that a tzaddik, this is a very deep point. I want to, I want to try to hear this point. It says a tzaddik, 
is someone who's mashpia on the world, right? A tzaddik is someone who helps everybody else. And that's why a tzaddik is yesod olam. He's the foundation of the world, okay? So he says, Ze'en bekoach ish asher kodesh Hashem it's not talking about a tzaddik who's hiding in a cave somewhere, who's meditating for hours, and is separated from the world. It's not that tzaddik, it's not the Yisraelim. He says, Rak, who's the tzaddik, who's the Yisraelim? Tzaddik Hashem, Mashpia Toiv Alabrius, Oise Sholom Ben Ishle Ishle. It's the tzaddik that gets down, and works out the fight between the husband and wife and makes peace. Two friends are having an issue in business. He gets down to, to down to earth and works it out. Right? He teaches them what's the Torah's perspective on your marriage. Why are you having a problem in your relationship? Because of this bad midah, that bad midah, you, you have a bad hashkafa and what marriage is all about. Whatever it is, you know, he takes the Torah. That's the tzaddik. He takes the Torah and he shows them a practical application in their relationship. Right? So he has to be a person who has understanding. Like the Goyen says, the Gemara says, that who's worthy to be a Dayan? Who's worthy to be a judge? So the Gemara says two things. One who understands the halacha as clear, as so clear to him, like one understands that it's asur to marry your sister. In that halach, everybody, it's clear. It's like, you know, no child no is about that, right? So if this din Torah is as clear to you as the din that it's asur to marry your sister, you're worthy to be a daya, right? And then the Gemara says, and if it's the, the halacha, the, the situation has to be clear to you, like the sun, you know, when the sun comes out, it's clear that it's day. So the going is masbeh that a dayan needs two attributes to be a dayan. Number one, he has to know the Torah inside out. But number two, he has to be a pikech, means he has to understand in real life how Torah works and how people work and how business works and how people struggle and, and how the Ramai works and you got to know how to bring it into the real life. You understand? That's a tzaddik. But a tzaddik can't be a guy who's living on the rooftop somewhere. Because otherwise, how does he know how real life works? You understand? So that's the tzaddik we're talking about, who took the spirituality and put it into himself and his reality and his priya, of, his, of, his, of his downstairs world, of his body. He has to be And then he brings a whole chazal about that. Um, he has a lot more stuff. Maybe we'll do one more thing here. Let's do one more, a little bit, one drop more. It's beautiful. I explained so many chazals. It's good to learn this really step by step inside. And then he says, And what did Hillel Azokin say? It's a very deep piece he's saying. Hillel Azokin said, In Manika, I am here. Hillel said, by the Simchas Beis if I'm here, then everybody is right to be here, right? To get from the Kedusha. 
but if I'm not here, mikan, who's right to be here? And he explains. It's a very deep thing. Shamai great, massive shamai. Maalatam They were so giant. They were too above the rest of the world, so people couldn't get from them. Hill said. I'm in the down to earth. That was his godless. That's what Hashem gave him that tafkid. Obviously, you have Lamed Vav Tzadikim too, and they have a tafkid too. We need to have those holy guys, you know, bringing down the Ashpo. But we also need the Tzadikim that are able to take the Ashpo and feed it and to relate it. And that's what happened to Moshe Rabbeinu with Kabbalah Satar. So this gives us some direction of how to approach what learning is and what mitzvah is for us. Okay, so we're going to stop here because it's late, but we're going to try to develop this concept. I have different marmakimas, and the more we think about it and see how it manifests itself, we'll understand the, 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 the thing, and then we'll try to give a derech avayda. We have to ask the Master Chachma's original question.